Hello and welcome to the Kosh. I'm your host, Timber Smith. And like every week, I am super excited about this episode. I thank you all for tuning in. I appreciate you. I appreciate all the emails and the comments and things. Uh, people trying to help the show get better. And I do listen. I'm not above it. And um, But this week, I am seriously, seriously super, super excited because I have a very special guest that has been mentioned in several of our past episodes and was the hero in the Hero Naughty's Corner multiple times. And so I do think this is a great opportunity. Uh, this is going to be a great conversation. Uh, the energy in the room is fire, and uh, we're going to make some things happen here because we're, we're not going to hold back. So um, I would like to introduce uh, John Domo. Close. Damo. Damo? Damo, yeah. Oh, man. Yeah, that's right, man. It happens all the time. It does happen. You didn't say Josh, so that's a, that's a, a step in the right direction already. Bruh. Yes, I didn't say Josh. Thank right. God for that. I, I I I apologize for that. But uh, <laughs> that's right. And I and I'll tell you why I said it that way. I know some. I know in previous past life someone with the last name, and that is how they said it. Yeah. So I apologize. Uh-huh. All right. Cool. No need to apologize. All right. Um, John is running for a Winnebago County Executive. Yeah. Uh, that's pretty sweet. And um. We're gonna we're gonna do this cash thing. You feeling good over there? I'm feeling great. Hey, fantastic! All right, um, John, can you please share a little something about yourself? Oh man, a little something about myself. I was probably not the best kid growing up. <laughs> I, <laughs> I barely. Uh, I, I like to say my claim to fame in high school was I graduated at the top ten percent of the bottom quartile of my class. Um, yeah, <laughs> I'm feeling that <laughs> right. I, uh, you know, I missed a lot of school. I didn't really take stuff too seriously until um, I had to pay for it. You know, and then, oh. then, then things change. You know, and then things change, and I really excelled in college. It was fun, but I actually dropped out without actually getting a degree. Oh, yeah, because yeah. I I thought I was getting all five of these associate degrees, and they're like, "No, you have to pick one." I'm like, "What? Like, I, I took all these classes for all five of these? Like, no, that's not how it works." You know what? You're not the first person I've actually had a conversation with that that yeah. felt that way. Like, there's so much to choose, yeah. and you're young, right? And so the dreams are just flowing. Yeah, I'm there to absorb knowledge, so give it to me. You know, like right. let's see it, and then and then I have to pick which knowledge I liked the best or which job there was. And there really wasn't much out there and what I was doing. Um, but I always paid my way through college. So I always ran a kitchen. Okay. I mean, Zeroni's right now is technically the fourth job I've ever had. Oh, so it was KFC for five years, then famous days for five years. And then well, glass nickel. And then eventually I branded out to, to Zeroni's went independent. Man, you had yeah. me at Famous Dave. Uh-huh, yeah. You got Famous Dave skills? Yeah, I got Famous Dave skills. It used Man. to be better when I was there, though. All I'm right. I'll tell I'm... you, we, we started cheating. They got this big Southern Pride rotisserie smoker. That's that's like set it, forget it. That's not smoking ribs. You got to be able to rotate that stuff, you know. So it lost a little magic for me when they brought that Ooh, in. Yeah. Now, this, this here. You said you said all sorts of things <laughs> that 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 got my ears sparked up. Never ribs. trust the skinny cook. <laughs> yeah. And and smoking. Yeah. Smoking is an art form. It is, man. Like people 
Patience. People don't understand. Yes. Patience. It is cooking patience. Yep. You know, I, I like to uh, credit a lot of my abilities to smoke meat with the patience for God to give me four daughters in my life. <laughs> it, it set me up. Like when you guys smoke a brisket, we're talking 26 hours here. That gives you the patience to deal with four daughters. Four daughters. Yeah. Mm, what are the majors? Uh, 14, 12, five, and about to be two. I got my fourth daughter on April Fool's Day. Oh man, you're in the thick of it. Yeah, I know. Like you, 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 you aren't playing around. Like you in the thick, thick of it. Dude, I am never right. <laughs> no. Ever. Yo, yo Ever. everything you do is wrong. Yeah, everything I do. And that's okay. That's my, that's my place. Well, that's hey, right. we, hey. Yeah. From one, from one husband to another and, yeah. and a dad of a, a daughter himself. Right. I understand, sir. Yeah. Yep, totally. <laughs> to the daughters. To the daughters. All right. Um, well, you've kind of gone into it, but I'm going to ask the question anyway. Uh, what is your connection to the city of Oshkosh? Man, born and raised. Um, I'm actually eighth generation here. What? Yeah, uh, Gottlieb Damel uh, came here in like 1823, I believe. So. My family's actually been in Oshkosh longer than Oshkosh has been called Oshkosh or longer than Oshkosh has been in Wisconsin because it wasn't even a state yet. Wow. Yeah. Now that's that's deep. Uh Uh-huh. That's history. I think it's a curse, actually. I tried to get out many times, couldn't do it. Yeah. But it's all right. Can't seem to leave. No. So if I can't leave, I'm going to try to make it the best place I possibly can. That's the attitude. Yep. That's right. I'm feeling that. That's that's true. (laughs) Yep. All right. Well, you ready to jump into the first segment? Yeah. First segment is called What in the World is Going On With? Um, This is where you start the phrase with that, and then you finish it with whatever you would like. All right. What in the world is going on with the Packers? Uh, The Packers, I just don't understand it. You know, you think of how lucky we were to have go from Brett Favre to Aaron Rodgers in all these years, multiple decades, and two rings. Like two rings, like it's just, uh, uh, it's just where my mind is. And I guess that's just Wisconsin sports. You know, we're really good at getting to that one more game, that one more game, and then just choking. And then it just, ah, uh, it feels, feels bad. And I didn't have any problem with Tom Brady getting another ring, but a Dom can sue. That was, I had an issue with that. Oh. But yeah. For, yeah, I know, I know. It's like, and, and nothing against the man other than he like steps on faces and steps on people, and yeah. you, sh- you shouldn't try to hurt players. Beat them, like beat them to the ground, put them on their butt every play. That's fine, but when the whistle blows, the whistle blows, man. I, I didn't think he was dirty this playoff. Though. No, he wasn't. He was cre- He was yeah. pretty. He, he told a line. I need to work on my forgiveness skills. That what you you're saying? Yeah, because right. here's my All thing. Right. Uh-huh. All right, I get it. Yeah, my man will used to be dirty. Yeah, no right. ifs, ands, or buts. He's what yeah. he was known for. But I do believe, as maturity has happened, he became a better player. He sure, didn't, he didn't. He has. I have not heard. Yeah, stories about him doing dirty things. You don't hear anything after the whistle. Yeah, after the whistle. That was my biggest problem with the oh, man was the yeah. after the whistle stuff. Now, yeah. I, now about these Packers, uh-huh. I 100% agree with you. Like, how do you have two Hall of Famers, some of the yeah. greatest, and these are people that don't miss. You know, Favre didn't miss a doggone game for, what, 16 years yeah. or something crazy no, like that? No, it's nuts. And then uh, Aaron Rodgers doesn't get hurt like that. He's a tough no. dude. Yeah. And, I mean, he's he, to me, he is 
uh, uh, one of the best in the game, if not the best, as far as quarterbacking goes. Look what he does with mediocre players. He makes receivers Dude. great. Unbelievable. Right. Unbelievable. But to only pull out two Super Bowl, I do yep. I do agree with you on that. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, that being said, uh, Wisconsin is a much happier place when we're winning, so I'm just grateful we yeah, have good true. QBs. That's Cause, true. Because Wisconsin... Man. Y'all ugly. I know when the Packers ain't winning. I just want to no. know y'all not y'all not cute. Y'all not pretty. Y'all rough. I'm a pretty patient man, and my spirit does not break often. But those Green Bay Packers, man, let me tell you, they they are they have more notches in my wall than any other entity on the planet. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then I'll tell you, uh, and, and as far as Tom Brady, I'm gonna disagree with that too. I'm sick of him. Yeah, no, I know. He, he didn't did too much. I know. It, it, this last one was just too, too much. Man, he went to the perfect defense. You went to the perfect spot there. You bring in Gronk. You, you had, right. Oh, he called, he he called his friends. He handed that to you. He's like, hey, you yeah. want a ring? Right. I got you. Right. Well, and he's smart enough to know that it's not all about him, so he doesn't take the huge paycheck right. so the team can do well. He don't need no more huge paychecks. He done got all the I huge know. paychecks. I now know. he's just collecting rings. I know, man. When you get to the point where you can like drunkenly casually throw the Lombardi trophy from boat to boat. Oh my god, you yes. had it too many times. You done had it <laughs> too many and I too saw, many. I saw it, man. Yeah. You know what? That's gonna be my what in the world is going on with. What in the All world right. is going on with Tom Brady throwing <laughs> the Lombardi trophy? Uh, highly elaborated from the video, yeah. you could tell. Completely, yeah. And and just Casually to, I don't even know who those people were. Do we know who those people were? Were those no. just fans? Those weren't players. Does he even know who they were? I, I don't know. I don't think he knew who he was at right. that time. I mean, imagine that thing would have dropped. Oh my, yeah, because that's sinking like a rock. Right. I mean that that goes to show you that you there is such a thing as I don't care money, and Tom Brady has I don't care money. No, Tom Brady has I don't care Super Bowls because yeah. anyone else. Yep. Is holding the Lombardi Trophy like it's a baby. That's right. And and him, right. no. Here's what we're gonna do. We're gonna pass it around. I'm right. throw it off my boat, my my yacht. I'm a decent sized dude. I might tear up if I hold that thing. Right. I might tear up. Like the hair's going up for sure. I'm, I'm gonna remember that moment for the rest of my life. He's like, "Hey, you want a shot? Woo!" Yeah. It just chucks it. Yeah, yep. uh, yeah, that's fine. I don't know, man. <laughs> yep, I'm not gonna lie. That wasn't even my what in the world is going on with, but you brought <laughs> it, it up, not. and it sound, it fit perfect. All right, all right, all right. So we're gonna move into word association. So okay. this is where I'm gonna say a few words. I'm gonna give you you tell us what you're thinking about associated sure. with that word. All right. So the first word, food. Man, I'm gonna have to go back to barbecue. Just because, I mean, coming into this, you know, you let me know some of these things ahead of time, and I was thinking it's for sure going to be pizza, mac and cheese. Nah, barbecue. Yep. Yep. That's it. That's it. That's it. What what is your favorite, what is your favorite thing to barbecue, or what do you love about barbecuing? I love brisket, man. It's like the perfect thing. It's got that deco underneath that's a little lean and that flat on top, and you put those two together. It's just... Oh, man, it's so good, but I, I would have to say a little bit other. The thing that kind of drives me nuts 
is that everybody around here thinks barbecue means sauce. <laughs> got nothing to do with sauce. You got that right. Nothing to do with sauce. Nothing it to is do the, with it. It is the technique of how you cook the meat. Sauce is just uh, just a bonus, I guess, if you can make a good barbecue sauce. Real barbecue don't need no sauce. That's right. If you're doing it right. Uh-huh. Mm. <laughs> if you need ketchup for your steak, you screwed that up too. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Uh-huh. Mm. I, I'm with you yeah. on the barbecue. All right. Um, it just, barbecue makes me happy. There is nothing yeah. better to me. And mm. people that know me know I don't play. Yeah. So that means Timber owns a lot of grills. Yeah. And every grill has a purpose. And my wife gets mad at me every time I get a new grill and I bring it home. But uh, you know what? Every grill, every smoker serves a particular yeah, purpose for right. what you are doing. Yeah. And then, and 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 don't don't disrespect mm-hmm. the process <laughs> when you gonna sit down and have a plate. Right. Yep. You know, time invested, man. It makes right. it better. Because I know, I know what you're gonna do. You're gonna sit down and you're gonna sit there, and I'm gonna stand over your shoulder and I'm gonna listen to your hum <laughs> while you're eating my barbecue. Because right. I'm nice like that. That's right. <laughs> All right. Respect that. Respect yep. it. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, next word: cocktail or beer? Old fashioned. Old fashioned. Old fashioned whiskey. Old fashioned sweet. Now here's a big problem we have. So uh, old fashioned is pretty much a Wisconsin thing. Right? Yeah, it is. So like supper clubs, supper clubs. You have all these places in Oshkosh that use a mix for their old fashioned. What? I don't get that. That's wrong. Like you got to muddle that. I want the cherries. I want the orange slices. I want the bitters. I want the sugar. I want you working for it. Working for it. Bruh. Hey, you, you are correct. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, you know, I've been, I've been lucky enough to be around Oshkosh for some time. And to me, that tells you a lot about that drinking establishment. Yeah. Right. Yeah. How they make their old fashioned. That's right. Like certain places. I'm going to, I'm going to give some, I'm going to give a shout out to uh, the old wreck on Main Street. Let sure. me tell you something. They didn't, they, they made an old fashioned. Yeah. That, that made that, it. They got it done from scratch. Yeah. Yep. You know what? If I remember right, I think the Roxy always makes their old fashions. Yeah. All right. I got a little story for you. So we had a high school reunion coming at the restaurant, right? right. So, and there was, it was going to be the class of like, I want to say 62. So my bartenders were really worried because we're known for our old fashions, right? So I come behind the bar like an hour before this thing goes, and they've got like three pitchers where they had pre-muddled all this stuff. Oh. Yeah, and I'm like, no, that's not going to fly. Like, we do it per order, in the glass, per drink. Well, what do you want me to do with this? We're going to dump it out. Do we have enough oranges? Uh, <laughs> they, they did not like me that day. But, I mean, even though we knew we were going to go through a bunch of them, you right. make it per order. You make you it do per it. order. That's right. right. You shouldn't. Yeah. yeah. That's just wrong. That's right. cheap. That's like pre-smoking brisket. <laughs> no. I, I, that's sacrilegious. That is. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. Uh, next word, Netflix. Stranger Things. Oh. Dude, if it wasn't for Stranger Things, I wouldn't have Netflix. I'm honest. Everything else is meh. Are you frustrated with the fact that they don't seem like they can release Stranger Things? Like, we've been waiting forever. Yeah, right. Yeah. I, I'm very frustrated with it. Because as soon as that's done and they're like, okay, we're not doing this anymore, then I can get rid of my Netflix subscription. You can let it go. <laughs> I can let it go. But are you right, though? I'm hanging on. And I'm yeah. very curious. Like, I think they already remade them. Right? Yeah, And they're I just think so. holding on to them. Because at this point, those kids... You yeah. have to be almost grown. Right. 
right? So yeah. that's going to look some kind of way if yeah. they're recording them now. That's, that's a right. quite the jump. That's right. All right. All right. I, I, that by far, uh, it is a fan favorite in our household. Yeah. Every time it comes on, like the, the messed up thing about Netflix in a way is you can't even enjoy it for long because when Stranger Things comes out, that's a binge. That's a weekend yeah. binge is done right. in two days. That's right. Yep. Uh-huh. Pure addiction. <laughs> Pure addiction TV is what it is. That's what it is. It's true. Yeah. Okay. Uh, comics. Comics. All right. Oh, as you know, it's a big part of Zeronis, right? I'm yeah. Like, I, it's, one of, it's one of the things that I truly have appreciated about Zeronis is coming in there and video yeah. games that have comic themes. And, uh, you know, I used to collect some comics back in the day. I yeah. mean, you can kind of tell a fellow comic collector when you have those conversations. Well, look at the movement. Think of what comics mean. They have been telling us about justice and equality for decades upon decades upon decades of all the things that can make you different, that the world's filled with heroes and villains, you know? But for decades and decades, they've been telling us that it's not what we look like or what we do. It's the content of our character that defines us. This is true. They've been telling us forever, forever, since the 60s, Superman was like, immigrants are great. This is the American way. Way back then. And, like, we, we haven't listened, but they've been telling us. They haven't hit it. They haven't been subtle with it. You know, they've been very upfront and forward with it. I mean, even the X-Men, you look at the X-Men. You know, any any comic out there really addresses this issue. Um, and, it, and, yes, there's going to be villains in the world. Always are. You know, Batman will never actually take out Joker because what is the Joker without Batman? But still, he fights the fight, right. you know, and, and, and he does the, the what he can to protect the people. And it just felt to me that when, when Glassnickel said, could form or get out, and I was like, all right, see ya, bye. We need to do a superhero theme restaurant. Like, we need more heroes in the world. We only got two discounts there. You know, we do a non-perishable food discount where if you give me a can of peas or something, we give to the food pantry, you get two bucks off. And the second one is a hero discount because I want everybody to do something in the community. So if you just volunteer anywhere, you can get 10% off your order. Like, no, you that's serious? That's serious. Like, I did not realize Man, you that, ring that a bell existed. At the, yeah, you ring a bell at the Salvation Army, I'll give you 10% off your for life. Like, all you got to do is give back. And the cool thing is when people are like, no, I, I, I don't volunteer anywhere. I'm like, well, you should. Yeah, you like, should. Like, you could save 10% on your Zeroni's fix for the rest of your life. Like, I, give I, back. I just think it's there's something to that, right? Yeah. Like, how can you be... There's all of this, I'm a citizen, I'm right. a citizen, mm -hmm. and then there's there's only a limited number of us who step outside the box of our own comfort zones, our sure. own families, and get out here and help yeah. our fellow man our, we'll uh, get in society. Into that. We'll get into that, because I okay. think there's a lot that want to, they just don't know how. You think that's it? That's it, man. They mm. just need a leader. They need All a leader. Right. They need somebody. They need a movement. Once they see a movement, they see something good. They'll follow it. I mean, and I don't want to jump too much off of, off of a topic here, but just let you know when I created Heroes of Oshkosh, and that was me. Yeah. Within day three, we had over three thousand people on that. 
That's you know, Day I'm not three. gonna lie. I remember when it came out. Like it that was, was crazy. Yeah, you know, and, <laughs> and crazy. And wait, you can't jump off topic. It's your show. You, know, we, the topic right, goes. Right, the okay. topic goes where you That's go. That's fair. That's all fair. Right. Yeah. So, um, I like what you're saying about comics. The one thing I can say about comics uh, as a as an old school comic collector from back in the day. Uh, shout out to my old roommate Al Baylor. Uh, used to collect with me. Um, that superheroes are at least the narratives inside of these comics, because even sometimes the villains had uh, what I would call early adopter visions of society. Yep. Right. Yeah. Uh, visions of this is, these people are good. We need to be more inclusive. Mm -hmm. We need to accept these people. Everyone's different. Yeah. Everyone has their own special, we'll call it superpower. Sure. Right. Yeah. And, just because your superpower doesn't match my superpower, we should collectively do good together. Yeah. And and yet, we we miss messages. We do miss messages. That's crazy. And you know, I would double down on two other things. Every superpower has a weakness. Every superpower has a nemesis out there. And, you know, Superman's got his kryptonite. Yep. And even sometimes the villains can do the right thing. Yes. You know, and that's something we have to remember. Sometimes the villains have to do the right thing. <clears throat> there was a, 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 a early episode or early one with where the Joker actually stood up against Nazis. Like, you, you guys are crazy, but I'm or I'm crazy, but I'm not that crazy. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, so uh, even, even sometimes the villains can do the right thing. Right. Yeah. I've never uh, I haven't seen that one, but that, yeah. that sounds like a very good episode. You know, yeah. is uh, is Batman your favorite comic? No, no. Uh-uh. All right. Who's your, who, who's the favorite? Man, I Hulk. Hulk. I, yeah, I'm a Hulk guy. It's it's uh, weird. And it's easy to be like Spider-Man or Batman or Superman. Yeah, and all the, the, the popular ones are. Yeah, cool. the popular ones are cool. I get that. But just just Hulk, because it's it's uh, just the development of it. You know, he started off as just pure rage. Right. But you think about that. And when you can take something that's powerful, that's pure rage, it's full gamma radiation that is nothing but destruction. But you can still focus that. Right. To do good, right. you can still focus that to save people, to save the world, right. then anything's possible. So that's why Hulk's my guy. I actually looked at buying a 16-foot tall Incredible Hulk statue I was going to put on top of my restaurant. And oh. before I spent the eight grand on this, I reached out to the city and like, no, we consider that a, a, a rooftop sign. It's not allowed. <laughs> so like, I almost had a really mad wife and a really huge garden gnome. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, she would have been mad. Yeah, she'd have been real mad. Mad, mad. Uh huh. Mm. Mad. All right. Mad. I like that. Okay. Uh, community. Community is neighbors, man. Being neighbors again and actually, actually caring for each other. Um, I think a big problem right now that we look at, even here, is we, we always look at everything as a whole, you know? Mm-hmm. And like, I just don't do that. Like, yes, I understand Washington, D.C. is important. But it's it's too big to move. You can't move that needle, you know. But the smaller the needle is, or the smaller community is, the easier it is to move that needle. Right. So community should be about how we can help right here, right now. We can make all the things that you want to see in America to be beautiful. You can accomplish in your neighborhood. You can accomplish that today in your neighborhood. You could probably have that going on in a week. 
Like you can make sure uh, that at least the two or three houses around you, if your kids are hungry, like I got food for you, you know, if you, shoot yeah uh, yes that is facts right like if you don't have a jacket i have an extra one yes like if you need a ride somewhere because your car won't start or you don't have a car like and i have time right now i can help you right now you can you we can totally do that but but we've gotten to the point where we just lean on these bigger entities that are supposed to take care of everybody that we forget that we have responsibilities for our neighbors you know? Right. Yeah. And, and, and I mean, we're not in this alone. No, we're not. You know? We're not. And and I always try to remind myself as well as others is you don't get anything by yourself. Right. Everything is given to you by someone else in that's some right. capacity. That's right. Whether that's a parent, whether that's a job opportunity, your boss, whatever it is. If you own a business, you need consumers yeah. to, to patronize the business. You do. No one is an island. And if we're not taking care of the greater good of each other, then we're failing. That's right. That's right. Yeah. I'm with you on that. Yep. Okay. Uh, last word. Entrepreneur. Dreamer, man. Dreamer. Like that's. That's a big part of my independence, right? Is that I always tell people in the business, and I'm going to get a little politicky here for you, but not much because I'm not, even though I'm running for an office, I'm not a political person. I always tell people I'm the first to get hit by a Democratic regulation and the last to get hit by a Republican tax break, right? So, like, that dreamer level, that entry level is <laughs> disappearing. Like, that's, a, that's an interesting statement. Dude, we, we are making that jump to go from working for somebody else to working for yourself so high that we are taking the ability away from all of these people to become their own entrepreneurs. You got to have this license and that license. I'm not against that. Like we got to make sure things are safe, that people aren't going to get hurt, that, that we have these, these things in place. Right. But we're making it so hard for somebody to open up their own business. We're going to have nothing left but McDonald's and Walmarts if we don't change course. It's true. Like we, we got to allow people to have that opportunity to become their own dream and to dream their own dream. Um, so entrepreneur right now, it, <laughs> endangered, not extinct, but I'm telling you they're endangered. How do you think? Uh, I feel like as detrimental as this is as the pandemic has been. Yeah. Right. It hurt. Bad. It hurt everybody. Yeah. And it and you know it, and I think we tried to take care of each other during it. Huge. Right. You know that I saw a lot of because people, we have a strong community here. Right. Yeah. We do. It's the we cash. Do. It's the cash. cash. That's you know? right. And um, I saw people who necessarily went in order out all the time. I, I, I just, just people who were skeptical. About yeah. ordering out during pandemic, but wanted to support That's right. our small businesses, our restaurants. Yeah. And because it hurts, it would hurt if they weren't there when it was over. Right. And I'm going to be honest. I'm, I am a victim of that situation. Yeah. My spot, no offense. But it was cranky past. Yeah, that's okay. That that that's my yeah. yeah. And 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 here's the funny thing: it wasn't about the pizza, right? It was about yeah the, the back place. the back area sure libations. Those individuals that hung out back there that yeah. was a, that was 
my cheers. Yeah. That, those were good people. Right. Um, they were, they were, they were family in their, in their way. Yeah. They were my Cranky's family. That's right. And the fact that Cranky's did not survive. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm a little lost. I don't know. I got to find me a new, uh, location. You up 314 yet? Uh, have you been there? Yeah, but yeah, but okay. once again, I'm not talking about uh, no, I know. Uh, pizza eating. I'm talking You're, about a, a bar, yeah, a full bar. Well, I I, I like to call them uh, yes, bar. Yeah. <laughs> All right, okay. All right. Yes, sure. Uh, yeah, most definitely because uh, that, that's just your 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 place where you uh, you have that congregation of individuals. Yeah. Uh, Actually, I call them churches, right? Because sure. I, 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 to me, in Wisconsin, yep, bars and churches serve very similar functions, they do. and they actually function very similarly yeah. in a lot of ways. And your bar, if you're a regular at your establishment, if yep. something goes wrong with your family, much like a church, yep, they fundraise for That's you, right. they take care of you, they check on you, yep. they know you, yeah. Um, and so I, I think the, you know, and I'm not trying to be disrespectful um, to religion in any kind of yep. way, but I'm just saying the functionality yeah. of them in Wisconsin, it ain't that different. It's not. At it's all. not. I'm and not so, going to argue with you. So, uh, you know, I, I'm looking for a new church. Right. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> all right. So, all right. Um, we're going to move into the naughty slash heroes corner. And this is an opportunity where you nominate whatever you want to nominate person, organization thing into the, a naughty or a heroes corner. So, uh, what, what do you got over there, John? Have you never had anybody do the naughty thing? No one has picked naughty. I, you know, I don't blame them, man. It's you, you get, you get back what you give out. So <laughs> I, don't, I don't blame them. Uh, but I'm going to go heroes cause I got to do that. Um, and I, and I got a couple, uh, Julie, Diane and Nick, man, Julie Dumpke, uh, who uh, was spearheading the Oshkosh Kids Foundation. Okay. Uh, she's just amazing, and her drive is amazing, and what she can get done. And uh, the amount of people that we've been able to help through that has been fantastic. I mean, we're looking at this tiny house uh, campus, but I can't really talk about it all that much yet. Um, but hopefully that's going to be coming soon. That's just, it's new. It's a new idea. Um, right. So she's amazing. Diane Lowe. Uh, she runs moderation um, on our Heroes of Oshkosh page. Okay. And I just kind of forced into it. Like, I just reached out to these people and like, you want me to do what? I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do, we developed Heroes of Oshkosh as we went. And she right. is there all times of the night, man. And she's retired, so it's perfect for her. You know what right. I mean? And she has trouble sleeping. So she sits there and she guides the, the, the pass, I guess, if you would. She's the gatekeeper. And she's awesome. And then, and then Nick, man, our hero hauler. Uh, Nick is just unbelievable. The dude will go by himself and like bring mattresses to families and pick up stuff. And the amount of, of stuff that he has transferred on his trailer, just himself, the amount of people that he's helped has been unbelievable. We had this one woman who just, all she wanted was a kitchen table, right? So he gets over the kitchen table. She had fled a domestic abuse situation. So her and her kids were eating on this coffee table, sitting on the floor, sleeping on sleeping bags. Like, well, ma'am, you don't need a table. Like, you need well, you need a table, but you don't have any furniture or bed. She's like, no, we're good. And he's like, no, I'll be back tomorrow. So he made a list. We made a post. We gathered beds, couches, 
all kinds of stuff, man. And, and like he went back the next day and like she had a new beginning. Like here she was trying to get out in the life and escape this, this dark, you know, that she had, that she was strong enough to get away from, you know, and it doesn't mean that somebody's weak that if they're still in it, but she was, you know, she got herself free of the situation and all she wanted was a table. And this guy's like, no, that's not good enough. Like, and it's been amazing. So those, those three people are, are definitely on my heroes list. Um, you know, I'd like to know a little bit more about some of, uh, you know, because I, me and my wife have definitely uh, given away some things sure. through heroes. Uh-huh. Um, and I think a lot of people are always curious about it, right? Yeah. Like uh, you, you want to. Where it goes? It, well, not just yeah. where it goes. I, I mean, just the functionality. I, You know, I here's what I actually would like to know. Yeah. You, what you just shared was really, really amazing. Yeah. What are some of the other success <laughs> stories that are, you know, that, that that so people can understand because I think that's it, right? Yeah. There's this, you, I think there is, it's an element of where does it go? Yeah. What it, what it, what really happens right. when I do this, right? Yeah. And I think this is a great opportunity to be like, well, this is what happens. Man, it's amazing. It's amazing. I mean, sometimes we'll get a mattress and I'm like, man, I wouldn't sleep on that. You know what I mean? Right. And then you bring it to the family and it's like tears because I don't sleep on the floor. Like, really, this is my mattress? Like something that I look at, with my own predispositions on it, I'm like, what, what are we, what are we doing here? Like, we can't give this to somebody. And yet this, the somebody that needs it is shedding tears of joy because it's the best thing in the world for them right then. You know, it, it grounds you and it grounds you really quickly, you know, to, to be able to understand that just because you're okay, doesn't mean everybody else is okay. I think there's so much struggle out there and we, we, we silo, yeah. Off into our own situations. Right. And yep. we forget. And if you achieve, if you're lucky enough to have success and you're not, um, you're not necessarily what I will say, uh, there's the struggle of living paycheck to paycheck, but then there's the struggle of getting paychecks and it's still not meeting yeah. the need. So that's, that's under living right. paycheck to paycheck. That's a huge thing for me. I'm going to talk about heroes of Oshkosh. Another reason that we started it. Um, here, if you want to get help, you need to be poor. Like, you need to be poor. Not, not, not kind of poor. No, not kind of poor. Poor. P-O-poor. Poor. Right. No O-R, because like, you can't right. afford an O like, and an R. Right, like <laughs> one piece of bread and a slice of bologna. Like, not two, one, and one. Like, maybe, you know, like poor. And if you try to help yourself and get better, they start taking stuff away from you. Right. Like if you make a dollar over, you lose two dollars in benefits. Like right. they take more away from you than you're gaining. Right. You know, they almost almost like like you're being punished for success. Right. So what we have is these people, one of the things if you wanna really help poverty, you gotta catch people before they fall into the pool. <laughs> you know? Right. So like we here they are that maybe it's a family that can that has health insurance but they can't really afford the copay. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. And, and a washer, yeah, and a washer and dryer goes out, and that mom has to decide whether she's gonna get food or rent or take her kid to the doctor or get a washer and dryer, Bruh. you know, and go back to the fourth to the the laundromat. But she's working, so she makes too much to get help. 
right? How right. broken is that? So instead, it's like not only do I not want you to not fall into the pool, I'm going to push you in there so I can help you. Like, how dumb is that? Like, who would do that? Yeah, but like that's they, what we do. They have such hard lines on that stuff. Yeah, and it doesn't necessarily um, push. And it does it? It doesn't make individuals. Uh, because some people purposely have to try to stay under the line because they right. know if they go over yep. that line, they're not surviving anymore. Right. Even though they they want to work harder, yeah, they want to be more successful. Yep. Don't don't take away the few things while they're on their yeah. on their climb. Yeah. Up whether their mob their mobility upward is is yep. is that now just- to give the devil its due. Some people like it in the pool. We yeah. have to address that too. Like if yeah. you keep jumping in there, you don't want to get out. Like I'm going to stop reaching my hand out of you because I don't want to fall in. You know, yeah. like if you, until, until you understand, but if people that are actually trying, man, we got it. We got to do better. So like, here's a Oshkosh. There's no strings attached. It's not government money. So there's no, there's no poverty level. If you would, right. it's just somebody, if you're, if you're hurting and need the help, we can help take this bill away from you, man. We've delivered over 600 washers and dryers for free. The families. 600. 600 sets. 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 Washers and dryers. 600. That's, over 600. That's crazy. In a, I know, man. <laughs> nuts. It's nuts. And, and you know what? People don't understand. Like, you get you get in the comfort level of having your own, but when you don't. Yeah. Like, washer and dryer is not. It, yeah. It's a necessity. That's not a luxury. Man. Yeah. Especially like this, this one family had five kids. Oh my God. You're going to take that every day to laundromat. Mm. Like, and you know, those right. people out there that have, that have a lot of kids, they know that you can't take your eye off the laundry for one day or you get buried. Right. Yeah. Yes. Let alone if it's a teenager and she just changed three times a day. Ooh, we got I'm talking too? to you, Allie. <laughs> <laughs> I know you know what you 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 done got yourself in trouble. <laughs> I never get out, so that's right. That's fair enough. Yeah. All right. Um. That's that the heroes of Oshkosh. I'm glad yeah. we had an opportunity to talk a little bit more about that. Mm-hmm. And, and that it does just seem to be like a fantastic thing. When I, I remember when it first came out, yeah. Um, and the people getting involved in it, um. And and I, I want to ask. So, do people get get skeptical sure. about uh-huh. their donations yep. and stuff? Totally. And and you and know, people have abused the system. We've caught people selling items that they've gotten, and we kick them off the page. Like yeah. that's just it. Like you're the first time we always give them a warning. We right. don't kick them off because sometimes we understand. Sometimes hustle can be a survival skill. Right. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, that's true because that's what you've done. You know, you've always sold stuff so that you could pay your light bill, you know? Right. And it takes a while to train people that, that, that there's another way, not train, teach. I like the yeah. word teach. No, not train. It, because yeah, it yeah. Is, it's teaching. It is teaching that there's another way. And it's like a slap on the wrist. Don't do it again. But if you do it again, <laughs> now, now, now you got to be gone because not because I want to punish you, but because we want to preserve the giving nature of the group. That's and it. If, and if you don't do it, if I don't cut the people that are abusing it off, then the givers don't give. And we need the givers. You know, without the givers, nobody gets help. Well, yeah, without the givers, there is yeah. no, there, yeah. That's right. There is no Heroes of Oshkosh. Right. All right. 
All right. Thank you for, for covering that. That's, yeah. that's, that's good to know. And, and I think it's important for people to, to hear more about it. Right. Right. Yep. Um, we're going to move into the topic of the week. And this was, uh, the topic of the week is always chosen by the guests. So, yeah. uh, this, uh, I thought this was a great, uh, topic of the week. And our topic of the week is political parties, political parties. All right. Indeed. Um, everybody's been asking with my run for Winnebago County executive. The first question is usually, are you Republican or Democrat? It's <laughs> like, nails on a chalkboard and you know and then it's well are you a third party guy and still like nails on a chalkboard i'm a no party guy um i don't believe in putting people into groups ever like whether it's fat whether it's black whether it's republican whether it's whatever it is every me and you are two totally different people correct you can have a twin identical twin brother and it's a different person. Correct. Like, it's a different person. Like, we are all, whatever our experiences, our traumas, and our successes, and whatever our backgrounds are, it makes us all unique and different. So I can't stand parties because I want to be able to vote for people on their merit and on their character. Right. Right? And I'm, I'm all about that yeah. myself. And so now we have these two parties that, like, control the whole gang. The whole game is owned right. by these two parties, and if you don't, if the parties don't like you, you don't get the funding, and you don't have a chance. Like, you think you can run for Senate? No, not you if can't you're not do one that. Of the two parties. You think you can run for Congress? No. You think you can run for president? No. I mean, look at this one, man. We had uh, Trump and Biden, right? Is what right. we're at, and then we had Trump and Clinton, and in both of those races, we had a third party running. Yes. They get 5%? No. No. no not like, like nothing. Like two. Because there's no options. And then we allow all the money and all the lobbyists and all these things that only have to control two camps. On the same topic, when I look at this and I look at this little letter between the parentheses, all I need to see is that letter. And then I know everything about you. Well, that's not true. No. You know? Yeah. And, and just to think that every single Republican is racist, that's not true. And to think that every Democrat is not, well, that's not true either. You know what I mean? So we're making it so easy for people to not get to know their candidates. Right. You know, you just know whatever's between the, the parentheses, and then you have to trust that? It, it, you're right. No, no man. You don't, you it's don't not. need to trust that. But what I will also say is I think some people make the conscious decision that maybe – all Republicans, uh, well, I'm not going to say maybe, all Republicans are definitely not racist, right. right? But I do think some people also have made a conscious choice not to defend it either. True. Which, at that point, you co-sign it. But can they? Are they given an op equal opportunity to, to defend it? If like, they're adults and they're old enough to vote, yeah. you can. Sure. You can, I mean, what's stopping you? The well, fear of the fear of the other side. No, nah, that wait a fear of your own side. Right, sure, okay, yeah, I'll that's give what you that. that is. That's fear of your yeah, own side. That's right. not fear of the other side. Yeah. That's fear of your own no, side. I, I get it, man. And so that's yeah. what to me what we watched. We watched a yep. bunch of people, yeah, be scared of their own side because they live in their bubble, right? So you have these people that think that well, I'm not racist, so racism doesn't exist, right? We just talked about that with poverty, right? Right. 
So they think that like, they really do. They there's, think there's that. so many people. They do, <laughs> and and because they're not racist, they feel it doesn't happen. You know, I was talking to this guy uh, who he, he works at Oshkosh Corporation, right? And I go there for a lot of my board meetings, and he, his daughter uh, had leukemia, right? Mm-hmm. So like every time I see this guy, I like stop over and talk to him. How's your daughter? You know, like right. I want to know. And uh, I sat down with him one day. We had a nice long conversation. He grew up in Arkansas, where they had a municipal pool, right? Where it was hot, but the municipal pool you needed a membership to go to. So the city paid for it. They didn't sell membership to black people. Mm. So here he is, this this guy, right? right? Younger than I am, that couldn't go to the city pool. So yes, we made segregation illegal, but it doesn't mean it doesn't exist. No, you know, I mean, we, we there's things out there's, there that exist. There's things out there that do exist, you know? Um and people don't realize that. They think because their bubble is good. That it doesn't exist, so they don't defend what they don't believe, and you can't believe it if you don't know. Well, here's here's my problem with that. You know the people that never think that it exists? The people that have no reference point in their life. Those are the people that have no diversity. Right. They don't live somewhere. They don't work in a place. They literally, those are the people that I find are the most voiceless. There ain't no racism. You don't even know anybody outside your race. Yeah, I know. How, how you have an opinion? Yeah, <laughs> right. there is no racism in your world because right. there's only one race. Right. Yep. <laughs> right. Or if they have, I got a black friend, so I'm good, right? Yeah. yeah, well, like, yeah no, man. Yeah. 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 Uh-huh. yeah. yeah, right. I can't, I can't even go down that road. No, I know. I know. Yeah. I know. It, it's tough, man. And it, but, but on the same aspect, you know, I've always found that the more uncomfortable a situation or a conversation is to have, the more important it is to have. I agree you know? 100%. So, you know, Daryl Davis, jazz musician uh, uh, from Memphis. So he went around. Dude, his story is so amazing. He's just, he's one of my guys, right? Okay. So he was playing this club downtown. All right. And, uh, or down south. And a clan's. Grand Wizard is there, right? And he starts talking. He's like, he's like, yeah, I'm the clan Grand Wizard. And Daryl just kind of like laughs until he slides in his car. He's like, and I was like terrified, like, holy crap. But here I am sitting here next to a Grand Wizard in the KKK. So he says, well, you're the first black person I've ever met in my life. You know? And like, (laughs) wow, well, that's crazy. Well, maybe you need to get to know him. So every time Daryl would come back to that area, he would give the guy a call because he gave him a card. And he'd start showing up with more and more people. And they started this friendship. And the story rings out to me where he's sitting in a hotel room where he met him outside of the bar for the first time. This dude walks in with this huge enforcer, right? Like this big bear of a man. And like Daryl's like freaking out because it's just him. And they're sitting there and like something fell off the counter. I can't remember the story and hit the floor. And he said they both jumped and they looked at each other and just started laughing. And it was at that moment, Daryl realized that this guy was just as scared as him as Daryl was of him, you know? Right. They were both scared of each other because they didn't know each other. After they developed this relationship, this guy actually surrendered his KKK robes to Daryl and said, you know what? I'm too tired to hate now. Like, I got to meet you. I got to know you. I realized that I was wrong. Like, a grandmaster surrendered his robes to Daryl Davis. Now, Daryl Davis has a collection of over 46 hoods from people that have surrendered their hate to him because he got to know them. You know what I mean? It's interesting, man. It's super deep. But I do think you're right. Like, we don't. It's easy that we have these informed or our our 
what people think is an informed decision, right? right. But it's really an uninformed decision because yep. they're in their silos and they don't have enough diversity in their right. life. It's the same thing with socioeconomics. Yep. You know, if you're that yep. far removed yeah. from you don't know what it is to be broke. You mean like making $134,000 for life in DC and not having a, <laughs> like that? Well, I'm, I'm, I'm even just talking about, I was keeping it community. Yeah. Yeah. No, you know, that's true, man. You know, I was just keeping it community and, and those who have been lucky enough where they've come down a family line of, you know, their, their parents, their grandparents were fairly successful and yep. they were able to provide a pretty good means to yep. the parents who passed it on. And so there's this succession going on. And so yep. no one in a long time remembers what the struggle is. Right. To build. To, right. to build. To build. Right. To, to claw to, your way out. To claw. Yep. To, to just tread water. Yeah. Right. Sometimes it's not even about clawing out. It's yep. just trying to stay afloat enough yeah. that you can breathe. Right. Yep. So I don't know, man. That's that's and that's that's why I don't like parties. Because we when when you have a label, you you have this predisposition. Mm-hmm. And it's just and it's just like just like Joker stood up to the Nazis, you know what I mean? Here's this grand wizard says, You're right, Daryl. Like I'm gonna give you my robes. I'm gonna stop. You know what I mean? Like Every once in a while, the villain could be the good guy. Um, does that mean that I'm going to champion all the villains out there? Like, no. 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 And I'm going to fight you. Or we're going to fight, you know. But when you're ready to have that conversation, I'm going to put my hands down and we're going to talk. You know? And then another thing for me, like Martin Luther King, I don't know if you ever read Strength to Love. No. Oh, man. All right. So I have a copy. I'm going to give it to you. It's a bunch of his his readings. All right. That's that. All right. You bless that on the cash. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, John, yeah. you're you going to owe me that. I'm going <laughs> to owe you that. But anyways, uh, he talks about forgiveness, right? All right. And how forgiveness is not accepting the past. Mm. It is not saying that what happened in the past is okay. It's not saying that what happened in the past was was something that, that we can, uh, you know, bless, if you would. It simply means it's no longer a barrier for us to move forward. Right. You know what I mean? And like, that's what we got to get to. Like, that's what we got to get to. Like, okay, yeah, I was pretty crappy to you, you know, and maybe you did some crappy things to me, but that doesn't matter anymore. How can we get to tomorrow? Like, how can we make sure that our kids are good? That's what 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 we need to build. But we do this. That's like what aboutism, right? Oh, there's nothing that drives me crazier than what aboutism. Right, I know. But at the same time, what do we say as well-ism? Like, if you're what abouting me, you just admitted that what I'm telling you is pretty crappy. Because otherwise, you can't what about? You can't what about? You know, like, right. you slap my mama. Well, you slap my mama. Like, it, it, it doesn't work if whatever you just said wasn't right. crappy. Wait, no one in whataboutism ever denies a the, good thing. the, the, the right. first bad right. point. That's right. right. They just look for a worse point. Right. So instead of what about, how about we say as well as, and we deal with both together. Like, all right, fine. I'm going to, I'm going to try to work with what, what you think is wrong here. And right. you're going to try to work with what I think is wrong here. We're going to come together, forgive a little bit, right. not saying that what we did was great, but just saying that it's not a barrier to move forward right. and let's move forward. Let's, let's, let's go for it. But I don't want to go backwards. Yeah, it did. I I would think we're all tired 
Yeah. Of having the same dispute. Yes. hundred percent. You know, that, 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 the disputes, we ain't got no new disputes. No, I don't. You know, anything that's happened, a news, a new thing happens in the news, right. but it's an old problem. Right. It's a problem we done been dealing with for a minute. Well, and, I, and I don't care which one it is. Yeah, and we don't listen. People think, you know, when, when you say diversity, that's not saying we want to flip roles. It's not like you're saying that we want white people up on the on the trading block now. You know, that's no, not what we're saying. Absolutely not. We're not saying we're no. going to take all these white people and chain them up and put them in a ship. And that's horrible. And that's what happened. That's reality. Right. But that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about equal level playing field. We're talking about the same opportunity that you have that I have. Same opportunity that I have that you have. That's it. The opportunity needs to be there. And we got to stop judging people off of our parentheses, if you would. I just think. I am a big component of just fair. Yeah. Can we just get to a place of fair? Right. Where, yeah. You, and you understand. And, and what I want is I want uh, an enlightened fairness. Mm -hmm. All right. Here's, here's another story for you. So Malcolm Gladwell, right? He's a, an author that I love. Okay. When Malcolm Gladwell writes stuff and he just puts it in a way that just kind of like shakes your brain, like, holy cow. So he talked about, Orchestra, right? And first chairs. And how it was always men, 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 men. They decided to try this thing where they're going to put up a screen. You don't get to see the musician, right? right? So they do this whole thing and they pick the first chair and, oh my goodness, it's a female. Well, this can't be. Well, they thought that, you know, they were just trying to be this fair that they never realized that it was going to be a female that was really good. I can't remember the instrument. It was like a saxophone or something. It was like a really masculine type instrument. Right. Um, so now this is across the board and it actually leveled that playing field. Like those are the things. And, and I think like we've done the same thing with Heroes of Oshkosh. Like we know it's like so if somebody has a small ask. We just let them go ahead and post to the page. But if it's a big ask, if we're asking for multiple things, we assign them a hero advocate so okay. that we have an advocate saying, hey, here's the need. Because people will look at the person and not the need. They will right. stock the profile and not the need. But if you take away the profile, right, then it's fair. It is. You know, like what if a judge... If a judge that that saw the case is like, okay, you're you're either guilty or not guilty. Perfect, great. Now another judge has to look at it, and uh, you get to see the details, but you don't get to know anything about the person. It's an avatar, if you would, right. you know, kind of like Facebook. People don't know on Facebook, right? You know, if you got some kind of symbol or something up there, you have no idea what the person looks like. So you kind of, it's a little bit more equal. You got to take away those. If, if you can't take away the, the predisposition, you need to take away the ability to see it. Bias is so American. That's human. It's, it, 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 Think it of civilization. Is, Remember, civilization is older than 300 years. Yeah, okay. Years. I'll, gi I'll give you that. Okay. I'll give you that. It's, it's, it's part of civilization. Right. But I do think we, 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 we dig deep into it. Yeah, you know, and it, it, it's it's in a it has a historical aspect to it. I mean, th think about it, man. Thousands and thousands of years of clubbing each other, stabbing each other, burning each other's stuff, taking each other's stuff. We've been pretty terrible neighbors. But were those biases, or right. was those pot? Was that power? Well, why doesn't it? 
correlate? I, sometimes, sometimes, but I don't think it always correlates. Right, it doesn't. So, and, like, and, we're and, always and, afraid of something that are different because in the wild, when we first came here, you know, when we're first going out there, things killed us, man. We had to be real hesitant. Well, yeah. But at some point, society has to evolve to the point where we have to realize that there's that that's not a tiger waiting to eat me, you know? That it's not a tribe looking to take my land. That it's not, you know, somebody looking to conquer me. We have to be able to get back that and look at ourselves as humans, as one tribe, and, like, what can we do together? You know, even the poverty situation, you know, I think about poverty and the things, how it's affected right here in the Kosh, right? Mm-hmm. But if you Google the word poverty, you got to go through a lot of screens before you find an American. Mm. You know what I mean? Like poverty is like I wet down dirt to eat mud so my stomach doesn't feel empty. You know, in Africa, like that that's poverty or some of these mission trips that happen in South America, you know, where that's 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 poverty, you know? So even though we have it all right and we can do better here, you know, there's still a, a bigger human aspect that's bigger than America well, absolutely. that we have to get to. But if we can't start with our neighbor, the world doesn't have a chance. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm not going to lie, John. I'm not in a place yet of uh, going to the place of saving our world. I'm yeah. just trying to affect Gosh. the cash. That's right. Yeah. And that's where it's got to stop. That's what goes back to the needle that you can move. That's why I like to, to yeah. move those needles. That, that's that full circle. We yeah. done came full circle. Yeah. That's good did. stuff. Okay. All right. Anything else you want to say about political parties? Ah, oh, man, I, I don't know. Um, just stop. <laughs> I mean, it's it's so crazy to me. And, and there is. I want to say one more thing, you know, about government and, and why we put so much trust in it and the people. And I don't get it. I mean, I understand that I want the government to make sure that we're safe and that we're, we're healthy. Um, but... <laughs> Man, they screw up so much stuff, and they're so inefficient. And I want to talk a little bit about hot dogs, if you would. All right? This is my analogy that I've been saying over and over again. Yeah. Uh, for $1,000, you could probably feed a lot of people with hot dogs, right? Mm-hmm. You could probably buy a good amount of hot dogs and, and feed people. You could probably do that. Right. On a restaurant, I got a little bit more buying power through my vendors. Yeah. I can probably have more hot dogs and feed them through you. You and me both want to feed people with these hot dogs. Okay. Now, the food pantry. Food pantry has more buying power than I do through Feeding America. They could buy probably four times the amount of hot dogs for $1,000 than I can, right? right? And they definitely want to feed people because they do. Right. So for $1,000, you would feed a lot of people. For $1,000, I would feed a couple more people. For $1,000, the food pantry is going to feed a lot of people, and that's food in bellies. Right. The government... Does a guy in Chicago get a hot dog? One for a thousand dollars? You think they can make it happen? Do you think the government can get some guy in Chicago a hot dog for one thousand dollars? Is that enough to make it happen? Or do they have to have a committee and then do a study and do all these other things? Thousand dollars isn't anywhere near enough money for the government to get some guy in Chicago a hot dog. Right. So it doesn't mean that I don't care about people, that it doesn't mean that I don't want to help the world. It doesn't mean that I don't want justice or equality or fairness. It simply means that I don't believe in the system that seems to take everybody's money and pocket it 
<laughs> you know what I mean? And it doesn't go to helping people. So focus on the things that are justice. Focus on the reform that we need to do. Focus on decriminalizing marijuana and taking away this thing of oppression that's used over abuse to keep people down, not to actually help people, you know? And when I ever go to these church groups, I always say, do you want to be Paul or do you want to be Saul? Like Saul kicked in the door and did all these things. Well, that's what you're doing with marijuana. Paul would be like, hey, man, I understand you're hurting, you're, you're doing this stuff. Maybe there's a better way. It's not a jail cell. You know, it's not a jail cell. No, it's, it's that, that's that I'm going to agree with you. I'm going to disagree on sure. one point and sure. agree with you on another. All right. All right. I'm going to go to, I'm going to go to uh, marijuana and mm-hmm. agree with you that it just needs to be decriminalized is dumb. Yep. There's no reason it, uh, that should be tied up in our legal systems. Yep. Um, just having some friends in law enforcement, any, any officer yep. will tell you they would rather deal with a person right. smoking versus a person drunk. Yep. Cause you know, what's going to happen. Yep. You are good to go as long as you ain't got a bag of Doritos in your hand <laughs> or a pizza. One oh, of the two. So true. So true. <laughs> and even then, they're probably going to share it. Right. <laughs> All right. Give me the disagreement. I want, I want it. All right. So the right. disagreement I have is about government. Okay. Now, I do think government can be inefficient. And I think sure. here's my thing. Anything man-made is imperfect. Yep. Government is man-made. Always will be. It is imperfect. Always will be. Right. Yep. Um, but what I I do think if government truly was running how it should, and mm-hmm. if government had the purpose of what it was really supposed to be doing, right? Yep. And I and we've gotten confused over to me, we have we have missed the path. Hundred percent. And the, when I mean that is when government cares too much about mm-hmm. capitalism. Yep. Government is not supposed to be a business. Right. This is why I actually. It's a service. It, it, well, government is for the people. That's right. By the people. Yep. At least that's what it was supposed to be. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. And so my whole thing is, is government is actually functioning how it's supposed to mm-hmm. and should. Yes. But I have a bigger problem is that I can't trust people being taken care of by capitalism. Sure. Because capitalism theoretically is motivated by a level of greed. Sure. And that's a, that's a, that's a dude, there's some really evil capitalists out there. I'm not going to lie. And, and I'm so, not even you know, and, say and, that. and so my problem with it mm-hmm. is that, you know, capitalism to me becomes a game at a certain point. Sure. Where it's a, it's about what can, you know, I'm trying to stack as many things as I can and become the biggest, whatever I can. Right. But not like Zeroni's. Yeah. Right? Well. There's examples out there that yeah. are actually pretty. Yeah, pretty I'm, not, I'm, not, yeah. I'm not trying to cast no, I know a, that. A, yeah. a net that covers yep. everything. Yep. But what I am saying is that, that I see if government is functioning how it's supposed to function, why mm-hmm. it has to function, why it should. Because yep. I I feel as if, um, and, I, and I hate, I'm generalizations are horrible, but sure. I think we've just had an example of. What happens when you take a person who doesn't, who isn't into government Mm -hmm. and we're into business? Right. Because you can't run government like a business. It was never meant to. It was supposed to take care of people. And business is to make money. Okay. You ready for my spin? Let's go. Are you good? Okay. Here's my spin. Winnebago County government last year ran an $18 million surplus. 
they ran a $6 million surplus in health and human services, right? Me, as my business, I was buying food boxes to give to people okay. at a loss, giving it to for free. Same thing with Planet Perk and Ken Donald Planet Perk, right? Okay. Giving yeah. families food, just oh, wait. food. Because, shout out to Ken. Yep, shout out to Ken at Planet Perk. You know, we were just feeding families because we knew what we had to do. The government ran more like a business than I did. Heck, man, they they only have a hundred and seventy four million dollar budget, so they had an over ten percent profit margin. Wait, so but here's my question yep. on that. Uh huh. Yeah, they also have to keep some money in the coffers. They do for emergency things. There was already thirty seven million in there. That, yep. I, and I, and I'm not trying to yep. defend. No, them, I'm not either. Yep, I get it. But I mean, I do think of things happen. Yeah. That are so unexpected that the government is respond like a pandemic. And they're slow. No, I know. I get it. A pandemic. <laughs> like, like like a pandemic. Yeah. Like there's no way, you know, yeah. to, uh, approximately uh let's say a year and three months ago, yeah, no one saw that. Right. Yep. Right. And there's just but at the end of the day, there is no to me, no business that could fix something at that level. And you can't have a business that big. See, that's a problem, too. And that's where I'm going to line with you. Like when you have these multi-billion dollar corporations, right? right? And we give them all these tax cuts. Mm-hmm. I don't have a problem with a tax cut as long as there's a condition met. Like, that's why, like, like you look at Eisenhower, right? He was a Republican. We had a 90% business tax rate. Like, you had to give back or build or do these yes. things to get your tax breaks. Yeah, I don't. You can't just give it to them and be like, keep the money. It'll eventually right. trickle down. Like, no. No, it like, never. No, man. It, like, there needs to be incentives in that. Right. It never trickles right. down the way that they. It never does. <laughs> no, it doesn't. But my problem that I have is when they do these regulations for these businesses, yeah. they're slick, man. It's like it's like a buttered up Muhammad Ali. You can't hit them with it. Yeah, they always find out how to pass it back to you and me, right? Oh yeah. And little guys like me, I can't dodge it. I can't dodge it, so I get hit with it. Yeah. Like right now, currently standing, I the the government makes three and a half times more off of my restaurant than I do. I do one point two million in sales a year and only pay my family seventy grand. Like for me and my wife, who usually serves with us, and of course this year she hasn't been serving because her dining room has been shut down, still is shut down. Right. You know what I mean? Yep. Meanwhile, these guys that are inefficient, that can't get along, that don't want to work on solutions, that don't want to look at collaboration, that don't want to listen to each other, that make $174,000 a year and will get paid that till they're they're dead, you know what I mean? Yeah. That that have been there for 80 years, yep. you know, they, they're, they're making more and they haven't washed it. Dang dish for me. I, I, I have a problem with. Right. With, here's my problem with yeah. um, that format of uh-huh. the way things are set up right now. Sure. We have certain situations where people literally, and this is just, you know, I don't yeah. really know everything that goes on behind closed doors in government. Yeah. But it just seems like all people are trying to do is not do nothing. Right. In a way. Yep. And that drives me crazy uh-huh. because, you know, it, it, so your job is just to sit and make sure that nothing ever happens. Yeah. That's the craziest thing. Yeah. You know, what is that? Dude, that you got to work on it. You know, I we, look, we got it. We got yeah. it. You got to 
progress things, you have that to. is your <laughs> point. Yeah. Now, do you right. think, let me ask you this, since we're on this. Yeah, this is great, by the way. We're, we're just riffing now. I'm, this is awesome. Yeah. Do you think term limits is the solution to some of that? Because I do think there's a there's a comfort level and yeah. no one to me as a representative of the people. Now, I, I like both sides of it. Right. Sure. Because there's some politicians I look at in their life work and they're able to get things done because they've been around and they yep. understand that system uh-huh. and they have these relationships. Right. Sure. Because government to me is relational. Yeah. It only doesn't it work when people refuse to work together and have relationships. And right. That's right. Yep. All right. But I do think there's something to term limits because then a person knows, all right, I ran on this. Mm-hmm. I got this amount of time to try to make that happen. That's right. I need to gather a group of people who want to also try to make this happen yep. and gather some other people who are willing to negotiate with me about making it happen. And then I make it happen and then I'm done. Sure. I done did my good duty as, um, as a, as a member of our government, as, as a, as a part of society, as, as citizenry. Um, yeah, that's a, I mean, I think there's something to that. There is. All right. Here's the thing. Um, term limits. Absolutely. If we have citizen engagement, like you need people to run and every election should be challenged. Every primary should be challenged. I mean, even uh, the next presidential election, I, I think it's ridiculous that if you're the president of the United States, you get to forego a primary. Like, no, like you should have to pass two. You know, we should have a challenger for you every time, even if you're sitting. I don't care what it is. And you look at a guy at independence like me, it, it drives me nuts that I have to pick one primary. To ch- I can't vote. I don't belong to either your party, and I can't vote in both your primaries. Now, I can understand how the other side would use that. So I'm right. not completely ignorant to that fact, but it drives me nuts that we can't do that. Um, term limits, absolutely for this reason. When you sit in a seat for long enough, it becomes, in your mind, your seat. Right. When you sit there long enough, it becomes your government. It's not the people's seat. It's not the people's seat anymore. When you sit there long enough, you eventually feel like you own it, and it's yours, and it's not. Correct. So we need to get away from that. Like, (laughs) you need to remember. Need to. That's something I can, I I agree. Yeah. 100%. Yeah, man. All right. Woo. Oh man, I really appreciate you having me on here, man. This has been awesome. Hey, I told hey, remember at the beginning I said yeah. there was fire in the room? Yeah. The fire right. in the room. I know. It uh, could have we could have been talking about tic tacs and we had the same passion, I think. That's or, right. That's right. <laughs> All right. Well, this is about that time. We're gonna yeah. start wrapping up things here. All right. Um, you know, first of all, uh I wanna say thank you once again to the Kosh listeners out there. I appreciate y'all. I really do hope that um, you enjoy these. I would like to say to all of the individuals that have taken time who are running right now to be on the cash. Um, I think it says a lot for the people running sure. that they're willing to come on a small podcast called yeah. the cash and just talk to our, uh, our, our, our residents yeah. in the cash. And so I, I do appreciate everybody that does, does this, including yourself yep. big time. Thanks, and, man. um, I want to say if anybody has any comments, questions, anything that was said, you know, we want to hear from you. You know, we're, we, yeah. we do not 
say that we are perfect in what we do, yeah. but I tell you this: when you when you in the when you're in the studio, uh, and we're doing this, it's real, it's honest, yeah, it's authentic. That's um, how it should be. And so, please send anything you got to askthekosh at gmail.com. Once again, askthekosh at gmail.com. Um, this is one of my favorite parts of the show. Um, John, the shout outs, who you got? You you did some shout outs earlier. We've done some along the way, but you know, there's always a few more. Yeah, I got a shout out to my wife, Ann, and then Allie, Lily, Maggie, and Odie, my daughters. Uh, shout out to my crew at Zeroni's who have been really running the ship, allowing me to get out there and talk to people and, and more importantly, listen. You know, that's a beautiful thing about a relationship. You weren't here telling me how it is, and I wasn't here telling you how it is. We no. were both telling each other what we thought, yep. and we both learned from each other. Right. You know what I mean? And that's what we need to do, so that's great. Authentic conversations. Authentic conversations. I want to give a shout-out to Adam Bellacorelli, uh, who I handed Heroes of Oshkosh over to. Oh, I know. you know what? I know Adam. That's my do man. You? Yeah, yeah no. Good dude. I was like, good, good dude. Yeah, I'm like, I can't have this anymore because of the election. I can't be uh, uh, tied up with giving people free things. So here, Adam, and he's he was with there. He was one of the first people I reached out to um, that that really grew that site with me. Uh, So he's he's one of my main guys too. Um, And and Brenda Combs, who's our our main hero advocate, and everybody behind the scenes. um, I think it's just awesome. Uh, Shout outs to everybody who's working on the tiny house thing with Heroes of. Gosh, Julie Dumpke, uh, Wilson Jones, um, Chet Wiesenberg, uh, everybody. Uh, I'm going to miss a bunch of them, but it's just fantastic to see what people that are passionate can do together. Mm, I'm feeling that. Um, what I'm going to do is we're getting, you know, the time is getting close. So I'm going to send a shout out to uh, the Kosh as a whole and say, uh, if you haven't done so already, get out there and vote. Yeah. You know, that election is coming up on April 6th. Yeah. Whether it's me or anybody else, Anyone, I don't. It right. doesn't matter. Right. I have yep. I I want people to know I have offered a free um, platform where if you if you and I keep saying this, if you if you reach out to me. <laughs> yeah, you can be on the cash now. They, they tell me this: is that not the truth, John? That's the truth. Just reach out. That's the truth. Yeah. Reach out. All right. Um, parting words of wisdom. Yeah, just remember that no matter no matter what you want to say, no matter what's going on, everybody has their own trauma. Everybody has their own thing going on in their lives. Facts. And we need to remember that that sometimes if someone's acted on in you. Um, it may be because of somebody else acted on them. Now it doesn't absolve them from it. You right. know that you can absolutely go after whatever is happening, uh, but just be mindful of the person. Remember that we're all human, um, and that there is there is no thing out there, whether it be addiction or mental health or anything out there that's going on with you that absolves you from being a crappy person. Um, but it doesn't mean I don't care about you. And we need to do a better job of understanding that we're all walking through our own stuff. That's deep. Yeah. I, I'm feeling that. All right. Thank you once again, John. Yeah, I'm not going to lie. This is excellent. Yeah. The energy is still flying. I loved it. And um, we might have to do another one of these. Oh, I'd be happy. I feel we can go on for hours, man. Oh, yeah, we could. When, you, when you're ready, you come on, let me know. But for now... Yeah. Shout out to the Kosh to the next time. 